Welcome to the One of One podcast. I'm here with Riley Delion. Riley, how are you today? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at CNBC. Yeah, so I'm a producer at CNBC. I work on the network's strategic content and counsels team. And a lot of what we do is we create editorial initiatives, often based on advertiser interests. Um, so that includes producing anything from newsletters to podcasts to, you know, a series of TV segments, a special report on CNBC.com. You know, we do a lot of events, both in person and virtual. And a lot of my time is spent building out various surveys, lists, things like that, that have some or all of those cross-platform components. How did you start your journey in Web3? Yeah, before I started at CNBC, I was very entrepreneurial, but I was also, I was a longtime follower of Gary Vaynerchuk and all of his early bets, as many people are. And when he started getting into NFTs, it kind of prompted me to just start learning more about the space, the wider space, and you know some of the innovative things that were happening there. And as a result of my interest, I kind of started to carve it out as like a, a beat within a beat, I guess, you know, the broader beat being our crypto coverage at CNBC. Um, so this wasn't something that we were super focused on or, or, or really have been. And so I, I kind of took it upon myself to learn a little bit more about the space in the case that it started to attract more institutional investor types down the road. No, oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, obviously, someone from the from the media yourself, um, we've had some uphill battles with mainstream coverage, you know, obviously, we're a media source as well. But more so than that, it's like, it's been a tough journey to get the support of mainstream outlets like, like and you've you've done a great job at that. So I would say, how what's your thought on how the media covers Web3 in general? Yeah, I mean, I think our job as journalists is to be inherently skeptical. You know, I studied at the University of Missouri, it's one of the best journalism schools in the country. I studied journalism for four years there. You know, that's just our job is to be inherently skeptical. So I don't think that anybody can be faulting journalists for being skeptical that way, because like I said, it is their job. But especially when it comes to something like Web3 or NFTs, crypto, what have you, when something like that comes onto the scene, it's even more so important. But if you're talking about news media more broadly, I think it's I think it's also our job to actively participate in the conversation and the development of Web3 and the metaverse and NFTs as soon as possible, right? Start collaborating with people in the space and mainly leverage everything that we've learned about digital transformation over the past decade, because there's a, there's a lot. You can't have Web3, and I think that this is lost on a lot of people in its infancy right now. You can't have Web3 without the infrastructure of Web2. They have to work together and they have to be symbiotic. So to answer your question, I don't I don't know that it's a question of whether we need more or less media coverage because as with anything the right stories are going to present themselves and it's just our job as journalists to cover them when they do, but as we continue to do that, it's really just a matter of rethinking the content itself and then the distribution of that content within the web3 ecosystem. I agree with media having to be skeptical. I think where for where I get an issue is where there is a lack of understanding that turns into criticism. That's where I think there's some issues is that a lot of times I'll read articles about, you know, crypto is a scam, NFTs are a scam. Like there's these generalizations, right? Which you could trace back even the early stages of email, right? And I do think should not belong in media in the sense that like, there needs to be some level of context and explanation. A lot of it is like the entire space is a scam because this one person in China got their wallet hacked. And it's like, those stories I think are not 
in my opinion, shouldn't be there. I understand skepticism and stuff, but I think it needs to come with education, right? People need to mm -hmm. understand. And the Web2 structure, I'm completely with you. I've, I've, I've been saying for last year, and people would really shit on me on this, but I've been saying this for last year, that Web3 is not actually possible as we describe it. It's going to end up at a Web2.5. Full decentralization is not possible. It's also not healthy. There needs to be some level of ecosystems and, and checks and balances. So I completely agree. We need Web2 for Web3 to work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just a natural evolution, right? I mean, it, it's as with anything, it's not, I don't think anybody's out there saying we've got to burn the whole place down and, and start from scratch, right? Like it's just a natural evolution. And, and if you really do spend time studying and learning about what's possible, not necessarily what's here, because it's not, it's still very early, but I think once people really take the time to educate themselves, they start to realize that a lot of Web3 is going to depend on the innovation that we have had over the last uh, over the last decade or so. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because when when we started and we were talking about introducing brands to space, you know, we did Warner Records, we did CNN, all these things. The amount of flack that we got, the amount of pushback, people were like, this is anti-Web3, this is Web2. And I was like, okay, let's just wait till people get fucked a couple of times by just traditional just Web3. And then they did. And then the second you're, you're, you lose your money and everything, you try to find a customer service to call, right? So that I, I, completely, I completely agree with. I think that. And you have to go through that, right? Like this is the innovator's dilemma. You have to go through all of this to get to a point where either the industry or the ecosystem or however you want to frame it is established. Like this is a part of the process. And some of the same people who are saying that it's so early are also the biggest critics. And those two things can't really go hand in hand. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> no, you can't. And also, like, if you really believe in full decentralization, get off Twitter. Get right. off. Exactly. All, get off email. Get off Gmail. Get off, like, right. if you really believe in that. And also, like, you know, sell your board apes. <laughs> because the reason why those work is because Yuga has a very professional structure set in place. And that's what keeps everyone safe. And they're controlling, you know, they have a $4 billion valuation. Like, they're controlling hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, could you imagine if that was left to, like, a DAO? Like, hey, right. we're going to have these like random people from around vote on this $500 million expenditure. Right. <laughs> if you had like full control on what you would see, um, like a Web3 media brand, or sorry, uh, yeah, a media brand covering Web3 would be like, is there anything you would change with how the landscape is currently? Or do you think that it's where it needs to be? From the creators and the innovators in the space, I understand the frustration with the criticism, the critical coverage. Um, I think given how early it is, I think, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that it's, I think that it's for the most part balanced right now. I think, I think that for the most part, the stories that need to be covered in the space are being covered in a way that allows people to understand the risks and also allows people to understand the opportunities. And I think that that is going to be really critical going forward is adhering to that as the space continues to grow because it's going to be really easy to lean one way or the other regardless of which media outlet you are it's going to be really easy to lean into all of the great opportunities that are being created in web3 or it's going to be really easy to lean into here are all the risks and here are all the bad things that are happening because so much of it is misunderstood so much of it is new people are inherently fearful of what they don't understand. And so I think media organizations are going to have to pay a lot of attention to the stories that they are choosing to tell, not just the fact that they are 
telling them. So I see, you know, I see two sides of it, right? One, I think that a media company like ours, like probably nothing, the day that we can get the level of distribution that you guys have will be the day that the bigger companies start acquiring the smart mm-hmm. companies, right? That's when we're going to see a shift, I think, in my mm-hmm. opinion. The interesting thing is the way people build community around a certain topic, right? Like we haven't really seen that that much with traditional outlets where people are really connecting, conversing directly. A lot of it is like, I'm going to post this article that I read on this outlet that I disagree with and people comment back. But there mm-hmm. isn't a bridge to connect with other people who share the same interest in the publication. I think that's going to be really interesting to see how the conversations around topics. I, and I think it's going to be interesting to see the evolution of our echo chambers. You know, those were really, really catalyzed in Web 2. And to see the communities that are being built in Web 3 and how those might challenge the norms of echo chambers that were developed in web two, I think will be, will be really interesting. And it's going to come from that sense of community. I think that, that a lot of people are already seeing in web three. I wonder if that'll make for more unbiased journalism for certain publications. Like I wonder, I, I, I think it has to, I think it has to, I think it's, 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 I've used this word a lot already, but I, I think it's, it's inherently a part of it. Right. Yeah. Cause if you think about it right now, it's really just opinion and an argument there's not really mm-hmm. a collaborative communal discussion around these mm-hmm. topics which is mm-hmm. which is crazy right uh and we need to talk about web3 and that scenario is more or like nfts more from a, from a tech standpoint than like an art standpoint a brand standpoint it's like integration of the tech on a on a big scale is going to surpass any project any cool drop whatever it is like that's what's really going to integrate on a high level right right absolutely Well, thank you so much for joining, man. I really appreciate you. Thank you.